0: Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly, easier said, done.
1: So I got the shop vacuum to vacuum it and the shop vacuum caught a spark in the shop vacuum. The spark blew everything up. I got burned in my hands, in my face, in my my back. You're lucky to be alive. I am, thank God.
2: This is the plaintiff, Fred Santos. He says he purchased a Porsche from the defendant, and before he could pick it up, the guy's place burned down. The car he had just paid for was damaged in the fire. The defendant promised he would fix the car up like new, but hasn't, and he's suing him for the $5,000 he's now owed. This is the defendant, Ahmed Ibrahim. He says the plaintiff's car was located at the back of his shop, far away from the fire, and only suffered minor damage. He told him he'd fix it, but he had to wait until he got the all clear from the fire department to go back into his severely damaged shop. Meantime, the plaintiff snuck onto the property and took the keys to the car without authorization. And now, here they are. He's accused of Porsche problems. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Do you see to come to order, please.
3: Litigants have been sworn out.
4: Thank you, Doug. You're welcome, man. All right, Mr. Santos, you purchased a 1987 Porsche 924 from the defendant, correct? Correct. Was that your car that he bought or?
1: A car a customer left it with me to sell it for him and I sold it for him.
4: Okay, so the purchase price of the vehicle in question was how much?
3: The purchase price was $17. We negotiated down. He wanted twenty-four. dollars So the purchase price was? 1700
4: 1700 And you're correct. suing for $5,000. let us oh. talk about what happened. So you buy the, the car, and according to you, there's certain work that is going to be done to the car before correct. they deliver it to you, correct? Correct. Before you accept it. Before And what that. is the work that, according to you, is supposed to be done?
3: Okay. He was supposed to have the car, uh, oil change done, filter. An oil?
4: Slow down. An oil change?
3: Filter. Filter
4: what? A new filter?
3: A new filter, Correct. And uh, new tires, he said he was put because the tires- Four new tires. Four new tires. And uh, he was going to check the brakes and check the lines, make sure there's nothing leaking. He was also supposed to-
4: Wait, just a second. He's supposed to check for leaks or he's supposed to fix leaks? No,
3: no, he's fixed any leaks that there was on the car, okay? Go on. You know, also change the brakes, you know- Change the the brakes? Well, check check the brakes and and change replace them? Because for seventeen
4: hundred dollars, it. <laughs> it sounds like you're 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 saying that there was more than seventeen hundred dollars worth of work. So he's supposed to change the brakes?
3: Well he was supposed I to I hope
4: you it. can prove the stuff you're saying.
3: No, no, I am approving. I, no, no, not no. approve. Oh.
4: Prove to me
3: oh. the truth of the stuff you no, are saying. The stuff that I'm so saying. So he's is... supposed
4: to change the brakes. Right. Is that what you said? He what was, else is he supposed to supposed do? He's supposed to
3: check the brakes and see how they work. If they were Wait, bad, he I'm was going to change them.
4: Check the brakes and see how they work, and then do what? Change them to for new brakes if they no, don't work well? No, not change them, well? no.
3: Just to make sure it was safe to drive the car. So
4: is he supposed to replace them?
3: If Yes. <clears> okay, <throat> so is what, so he what re- else is he supposed to do? Okay, and uh, pretty much uh, check for anything else that was wrong. And
4: everything that's wrong with it is supposed to be fixed for 1700
3: Well, he was supposed to give me the car in working condition, okay?
4: Let me ask you. Did you agree to give him four new tires, fix any leaks, change the brakes, uh, do an oil change and a new filter?
1: I sold him the car as is. Is
4: there a bill of sale for the car?
1: He did not ask for it. I said he won the That doesn't mean you can't
4: give him one. Is there a bill of sale for the car?
1: He wrote me yes. I have. Let me
4: see anything that's in writing between the two of you. So you sold it as is. But did you agree to do some work? And if so, what was the work you agreed to do? What I told him,
1: I'm going to check the car. The car has been sitting, I'm going to check the car. If there is any leak, I'll fix it. If there is uh, the brakes, needs work, anything. I did the oil change. Hold on, if the brake needs work, what? I would do the work if it needs. For free? Yes.
4: Oh, okay. It sounded crazy, and apparently I mean, didn't not. Need. I did so change t- of brakes that they needed. Did you agree to give him four new tires?
1: No. Yes. Okay. I agreed to install the tires. He get the tires, I installed them for him.
4: Okay. So let me just see this agreement. Was it in writing? No. Yes. Okay, show me the agreement I'll in writing. I'll
3: show you the agreement in writing. I have it right here. I have that.
4: <sighs> Paid $1,000 as a deposit on the Porsche. Price is $17,000. $1,700. Yes. Yeah, I know. But you wrote $17,000. Where is, I asked if the agreement for tires and all that was in writing. This isn't the agreement in writing for tires and all that. So do you have that in writing, yes or no? No, I don't okay. have that in writing. No it's, problem. We'll Take wait, that Jay. back. Now, as luck would have it, you have not picked the car up yet, right? Correct. And there's a fire?
3: Yes, there's oh, a fire. My goodness.
4: There's a fire at your place. What caused the fire?
1: Uh, an accident happened when I was working in, replacing a gas pump in a 2002 exterior and there was dirt on the tank on the top. So I got the shop vacuum to vacuum it and the shop vacuum caught a spark in the shop vacuum. Ugh. The spark blew everything up. I got burned in my hands, in my face, in oh my, my back of You're the shirt. You're lucky to be alive. I am. Thank God. I am, I am, I am. And a lot of property got destroyed. All the shop got been destroyed. Luckily, his car was in the very back.
4: Okay, let's see how lucky he is. Hold on. (laughs) Lucky his car is in the back, so it's not in ashes. But I don't know how lucky he is when I see what happened to the car. What am I looking at there?
3: Okay, you're looking at... Let me look at
4: it.
1: Get the engine compartment yeah. to Can where you? the battery is supposed to be. That's the battery, right. And the battery was in the
3: car, but he had pulled the battery out. Did
4: you pull the battery out? I got him new battery. Did you put it in?
1: Yes. But he where pulled is it, it out. Yeah. I don't know.
4: Well, it's not in the car, though.
1: <laughs> it's not in my Number car. Number one. Number one, your honor. The battery was missing and the key of the car was missing. We'll get to
4: that in a second. Okay. Just hold on. Oh, is that where he's lucky? <laughs> right that's his car
1: that's smoke your honor
4: Did smoke you cl- i'm sorry hold on that's melted lights yes you understand that right yes yeah. okay so it's not eh, it's a little smoke it'll all rub off that's <laughs> not what we're looking at what yeah. is this the windshield, what happened to it? It smashed it, uh, fr- uh, from the from ceiling, the from the fire, from
3: the heat. Yeah, it came, yeah. something came down from the ceiling oh and goodness. smashed. Actually, it fell all over the roof and everything. It's just oh the front goodness. smashed. This is a, another burned light. Right. And the okay, top- Do you have
4: insurance? No. Oh, that's a problem, isn't it? So you're running a place without insurance, and then let's see what happens. According to you, you are suing for the tires... You're suing for the car battery. Right. Now, you say he stole the battery out of his car. How did he get in there
1: to do that? I, I didn't say he stole. What happened is I missed the key of the car. If I had the key, the car would not be in that place. The car would be in done. Well, where's to- the key? Well, he I- took it. And when I wait, wait, how was
4: he able to get into your office and take the key? Let
1: me me tell you. No, tell me
4: how, just this Uh how is a customer able to go to the back office and take back his key? It's not office,
1: Your Honor. It's not office. It's an open yard.
4: Well, that's ridiculous. How does he get the key from your office? Because if he can get it, he can get it, and I can get it, and we can steal the car. So how is it that your customer can go to where you keep keys and take his key? Can I finish your You can answer exactly what I asked
1: you. Okay. What happened is the key was in the car preparing to work on it.
4: You left the key in the
1: car? Yes. It's in my property. How long was the key inside the car? It was like a day like few hours
4: and then was the key in the
5: car no
4: how do you know
3: how do i know because i went to see i i was told how do you
4: know that he doesn't have the key in the car
3: oh i don't know
4: right you shouldn't have answered that because if you if you the only way for you to say no conclusively like that is because there may be some truth to you taking the key from the car your honor According to you, he tells you, I took the key from the car because I was afraid somebody would steal the car. Yes. Right. How does that happen in tech? Stop and listen. How does that happen? By text or by phone? Personally. Personally.
1: Yeah. By phone, he told me I have the key, and he gave me the key personally after that.
4: Okay. So now you have a key, and what happens to that key?
1: I took the car. I started to work on it, and I couldn't work on the burnt shop, so I took it into... Next mechanic, door mechanic, he is my friend. So I took it there to work on it. We got it in a tow truck and we put it in that mechanic. And the tow truck guy told the mechanic, okay, the car is outside. I left the key in it. And uh, the mechanic called me and said, I don't find the key. I called the tow truck guy. So
4: how did he take it a second time? Yeah. Because that's the tow truck driver the, and your mechanic and your tow truck driver say, I don't have a key. It sounds like you lost let me, it. Let me. I'm honest with that. I right. don't, I'm not that guarantee- Why would you not be responsible for painting the car if it got destroyed like this in your shop and you chose to save yourself a few pennies on insurance? And why would you not be responsible for painting the car?
1: Your Honor, if that hood is completely damaged, I could paint the hood. But the car is 1987. Yeah, he got lucky
4: that it got burned in your place because, (laughs) uh, you know. Does anybody have a picture of the car before the burn?
3: Actually, I have it on my phone. I can. Yeah, let me see that. I'm I'm curious to see that.
4: All right, what are Pelican parts, my friend? You have a lawsuit for $3,000 in Pelican parts.
3: That's the picture of the car. Okay. That's at the driveway. That's... That's where.
4: Oh, so you did have it in your possession at some point?
3: Well, that was when I I first bought it. No, no, when I first bought it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the paint job
4: was awful on it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Is that a hole in the front? It's like a, yeah, from the fire and from whatever fell off the ceiling. It hit the. Oh,
4: oh, I'm sorry. I asked you if you had a picture of the car before the burn.
3: That's the only picture I showed you. Is that
4: before the burn?
3: That was before the burn.
4: If it's before the burn, there's not a hole in this picture that is from the fire. Do you understand what I meant by the burn? Uh, No,
3: I didn't understand. Okay, is this
4: picture before or after the fire? This
3: is after the fire.
4: Okay, do you have a...
3: A picture before? Yes! Okay, let me look.
4: No, forget it. Do you have a picture of the car before you sold it? No. Okay, what are Pelican parts and why would he be responsible for it?
3: Uh, Pelican parts is where I had to order the parts because he wasn't getting nothing done to my car. It's a, a place... Uh, where you get parts from, like a- Sweetheart,
4: what parts?
3: Parts, okay. Because alternator- I have to
4: determine if you are just beautifying your car at no. his expense. No, I'm not. Okay, well. All right, So tell me what parts he is responsible for to okay. buy for you and why. Go ahead. The alternator of the car. The alternator you had made yourself responsible for, right? Yes. You, yes, Yes. Okay. The
3: alternator and the belt- So said- now, hold on. Yes.
4: Give me the receipt for the alternator.
3: Okay, this is the part for the alternator. Right? How
4: much was the alternator?
3: Okay, alternator came out to $169.99. Okay. It's right here.
4: You never fixed the alternator, did you? And you had, you had said you would, right? Mm, yes. Okay, and wh- uh, what's it cost to install? That's just for the part, so what's it cost to install?
3: To install depends on the time. It's usually an hour to put in. Would open. you say
4: that's fair? What would that's it cost fair. to install? What is labor at for an hour? Uh, I was
1: getting $82 an hour. All right. With the belts also, once you replace. Why the belts?
4: Uh, the belt's part of the alternator? Yes,
3: it is. No? Once you remove no. the alternator, the belts, you have to pop the belts out, and they're, Yeah, know. but
4: new belts, is that part of the alternator?
3: Well, no. that is whenever you install a an well, alternator. Well, one
4: would also do that at the same time. That is not the same as okay. saying that it's the no, same it's as the hard, alternator. Now, my next question to you is the windshield, of course, needed replacing, but why on earth would I buy your estimate of a $1,003 to replace a windshield on a car you paid $1,700 for? Windshields aren't usually that expensive. Yeah, Why yeah. is this one that expensive? Because
3: it's an 18, 1987, and they don't have them in stock that easy. They have to look for them. They have to ship them from different locations. And that one came out of uh, Carolina somewhere. They had to ship it. And uh, for them to install it, take out the old one put the seal around it, and glue it, and everything that they do, it's, they deliver- Did you order it already? Did I order it already? Yes.
4: What you, you said mean? it came from Carolina. It made it yeah, sound it like a, you already ordered it.
3: No, no. It had to come from Carolina. That's what they were told me. And the price of the- Oh, so you haven't
4: paid for this yet?
3: Well, not yet. Everything- Okay. Okay.
4: Because it seems bloated to me. I got to be honest with you. Most windshields don't cost that. You're telling me, well, it's really well, hard to get it an 87. It's an 87. It's yeah. all- Yeah. How much does it cost to get the windshield? Because you never bothered to get it. You see, you know, you're mad that he's charging all this money, but then, you know, he got a little tired of you not getting stuff done. Go ahead.
1: What happened is I have another Porsche the same year and the same specs, and I have a windshield on it. And I told him, and he should remember that, I have a windshield, I have somebody who replaced a windshield from this car to this car. And And what did he say? He said, okay. And then why
4: didn't you just get it done then? Right. He
1: took the car, your honor.
4: Right. After how long after you said, your how long uh, did you leave it there after the fire? Three months. Okay. He my no, car. No, no. Well, if your you don't honor, get your, your act honor, together the fire the fire in three months. In November. The fire yeah, happened in I November. I didn't get my car till December. Three months what? The fire happened in okay, November. Okay, no. I said after the fire. You need to listen to my oh, questions. Sorry. How long did you leave the car there after the fire?
3: After the fire, I left it there a month. I'm Is sp- that true?
1: Anyway. Not a month, number one. Number two, the town put a fence around the building, and I told him I have to call the town. I cannot go inside unless the town permits me. Once the town permits me, I took the car, I put it on a tow truck, I took it to the next door mechanic. In right. second day, he took. He it. took the car.
4: Everybody, stop talking. Okay. <laughs> I disagree that it's going to cost thousand dollars because I just did the research. All right, but I am awarding you something for the windshield. Now. Here's what I want from you. You basically have said, I need $3,500 in parts because he agreed to the $3,500 in parts. I don't have evidence that he agreed to $3,500 in parts. I have evidence that he agreed to fix the alternator, so you've proven that much. Yes. I have evidence that the thing burned in your place, so you've certainly proven that much. Uh, You probably got lucky, but there's no way to depreciate a paint job. I mean... It got burned and he's going to need the lights. I get it. So so we're going to have to pull out and tease out from your laundry list of demands, the ones that are associated with the fire. I agree. Okay. What you are entitled to is as follows. And I'm going to leave you with my staff because I'm not going to sit here 45 minutes while you figure that out. You are not entitled to the tires because I have zero proof from you that he agreed to buy you four new tires. I find that you're entitled to the car battery because the idea that you stole it from yourself is nutty. I find that you're entitled to the paint job and you do have proof of what the paint job costs. Yes. I am going to award you the parts that he agreed on, which would be anything associated with the alternator and a leak that needed to be fixed. Yes. With, with the oil. I am ordering him to pay you for one set of keys and I am Ordering him to pay you what I believe is fair for the windshield. That is going to be my verdict. You can go nowhere because you're going to have to sit with all that paperwork and figure out how to tease out what I just said. Okay. Okay? That's my verdict. And you, sir, should have insurance. Verdict for the plaintiff.
6: Thank you. So the plaintiff does prevail and he will get a judgment for exactly what he can prove to the judge. Not will come up shortly. Mr. Ibrahim, what are you thinking?
1: I think uh, the judge was fair, but with the paint job, he showed in his pictures that the hood got a little damage. We could have painted the hood only. The car is 1987, color is faded. It took all the abuse of uh, that much, 22 years. We should not paint the whole car. for a that's, little damage on the hood. for the
6: judge to decide. This must yes. have been a bad, tragic experience for it you. It is.
1: It is. It is. It really is bad. a bad, tragic.
6: You're lucky to be here. Um, thank God. And the judge says you should have insurance. You
1: know yes. that. Yes. Thank you
6: very much. You're you welcome. must sign some documents on your way out of the courtroom. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right, Mr. Santos, you've got some work to do now. you got that's to go through mind. your receipts if you'll step over this yeah, way. Sure. No, right here. Oh, right, right here. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You think you can come up with those receipts and what you need?
3: Yeah, I, I, I do. I have them all. Okay. So The
6: car is sitting where right
3: now? Oh, it's sitting in my driveway now.
6: In your driveway?
3: Yes, in is my it house. it's not
6: drivable, though, right?
3: It's not drivable until I <laughs> okay. get all
6: that. All right. Well, you've got some work to do. I got definitely I some work I hope it works out for you. Okay, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. You too must sign some documents. Harvey, what do you think?
7: Okay, Doug, well, the plaintiff was able to prove the cost of the windshield, paint, and battery, so it was awarded four grand. That'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
0: Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done.
2: This is the plaintiff, Matthew Tunkuda. He says he hired the defendant to install an aluminum roof over his patio, and the guy did a crummy job. Because when it rains, it leaks. He paid this man with $4,000 of his hard-earned money. He won't repair the roof. He won't refund his money. So he's here suing This is the defendant, Larry Manning. He says the plaintiff is his ex-girlfriend's cousin, and she got a restraining order placed on him after he built the awning for the plaintiff. He wasn't allowed to go over to add more silicone to the seams of the roof. When the plaintiff complained about it a month later, he told him he could either wait until the restraining order was lifted in a few months, or he could send over his friend to make the repairs. But neither were good enough for the plaintiff, so here they are. He's accused of being all wet. All parties,
0: please raise your right hand.
7: Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says he paid the defendant $4,000 for an aluminum roof over his patio, and the thing leaks like a sieve. But the defendant says he would fix it, but the plaintiff's cousin is his ex-girlfriend, and she has a restraining order against him. It's the case of these restraints are killing
4: me. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. All right, Mr. Well, Tancuda?
3: Yes, yes, Your Honor.
4: Okay, you and your wife um, had decided that you wanted something built by the defendant. What exactly is it that you had built?
3: An aluminum patio.
4: Okay, so it's the cover or yes, whatever. Yes, the cover. And it's it's on four legs, Yes. right? And how is it that you found the defendant in order to ask him to do this?
3: Uh, I was at um, my cousin's, I think, kid's party, if I recall correctly. And uh, she introduced me to Mr. Manning, and where uh, you know I you know I spoke with him, and I told was him was that you know, your
4: cousin's boyfriend at the time? Yes. Okay. So he builds it, and at first everything looks fine, but then you call him how much later to tell him there's a leak? The next day. All right. So he calls you the next day, and what happens?
8: Uh, he called me and told me that it was leaking, and I told him prior to that, I said, uh, your cousin, we're going through a bad breakup. And I told him that I'm, I was instructed through the police department and my attorney, Mr. West, that not to go around Donatia and her family. And okay. I explained that to him in a text. It was going back and forth in text.
4: You he, mean after he tells you this thing is leaking?
8: Yes. And I told him, I said, listen, I can come around there and fix it, but it, can't, it won't be during the time during the strain order because I was already... Going to court and like I said, I was instructed not to go over there.
4: Why is it leaking anyway?
8: Because uh it rained right after I put it up and I believe that the rain washed all the, the 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 silicone and stuff off of it.
4: Okay. Let's take a look at this. Yana, um hold on a second. What am I looking at? Like why are there why is there like a rectangle? No, you're looking
3: at the leaks and you see all the debris. No, I know
4: I, I know what water looks like when it's dripping. What I'm what I'm asking about is what is that rectangle of is there drywall? What what is what am I looking oh, at? Oh
8: they're there it's aluminum, they're insulated panels.
4: Okay, so here's my question. I don't know if you can see from there, go ahead and come. Why am I seeing this rectangle like that separate?
8: Because there's a beam that goes in between that strengthens these. These two pieces come together into a a a, a beam.
4: So, so what needs to be done to repair that?
8: Just to put the, the caulking back in it because I believe the rain washed all this off. It just got put up there, so that means it didn't have time to dry. Caulking is waterproof; it washes. Caulking. Off. Yeah, it washes off. So, where
4: do you put the caulking?
8: In between the in between the joints.
4: And if you put the, the caulking there, sorry. then you don't see the joint.
8: No, you are gonna see it. You're, you're still so always
4: gonna see the yeah, joint. Yeah,
8: it just stops the water from coming on it.
4: Okay. Show me the, show me the, the phone.
9: Thank you. Mm-hmm. OK.
4: So I guess you must call and leave a message about the leaks or something, because he texts you, I am not supposed to do anything. I can't answer the phone. I can only text. My lawyer is telling me that I need to stay away from her family. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't deny that your lawyer probably told you that. I think it's super cautious and got you into this lawsuit um, because the real point of the restraining orders that you have nothing to do with her, they don't live with her. You're not going to a place where she is. This is literally a business deal that you needed to make make good on. But in any event, uh, I am sorry to hear that, but this has nothing to do with us. Correct. I paid you my money and my roof is leaking. Whatever you have going on has nothing to do with me. This is business, not personal. And you write back, and, I, and you know what, you're right. It has nothing to do with that. But right now at this point, I am facing to get arrested. So if I get arrested, I still cannot do nothing for you anyway. So I have to let the police do their job and listen to what they have to say. When it is clear and everything is settled, I will make an appointment with you that's it. You cannot make me go against the police. Why don't you just send somebody else over there to fix it?
8: I, I offered to send somebody. Where is
4: that? I don't see that in the text. <laughs>
8: yeah, oh, when no, no. the
4: officers or detectives gives me the okay to deal with you guys, then I will settle up. That's telling somebody you got to wait and I have no idea how long you have to wait and it has to rain on your on your big wheel from now until the time that this could take years and <laughs> the hell with you. What's the cost push. to fix? Because you, what you're suing, it's your bad. All right. What's the cost to fix though? Because what, what? you're suing for is every penny you paid him. That's silly. Mm-hmm. The measure of damages for you is what it costs to have someone actually okay. uh, fix I w- it.
3: I went on Google and I called the first three uh, contractors that I seen, and everybody does not want to tamper with any uh, else's job because they say if they have to tamper with it and it's still leaking, now I will have to blame well, that's them. That's just for silly the rule. because there's no
4: other realm in the world mm-hmm. where you can't find somebody to fix. A problem that they didn't build yeah yeah so that just it sounds really silly mm-hmm. so i'm not going to award you the amounts you're asking for okay. so now i'm just going to guess at what it would cost to fix that's okay. what you've left me with now what would it cost to fix because well, you missed your chance to fix it which would have cost nothing what do you believe it would be cost to fix and i know when i'm asking him that he's the guy i'm asking but go ahead
8: cost to fix with labor material say about 400
4: that was actually higher than I was going to award you. $400 verdict for the plaintiff.
6: Now oh, this is kind of interesting, Mr. Manning, the defendant. <laughs> you, determined, you, doing, you, you determined your own judgment. You said $400. The judge said, fine, $400 yes, that yes. you owe him.
8: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm happy about it. I, I agree that's, a, that's the right thing to do.
6: Are you sorry you didn't get over there to fix it for, the, for him?
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't get over there fixing, you know. now
6: hey, you're afraid you'd get arrested, right?
8: Uh, yeah, because I had a, a, uh, uh, other issues going on besides him. I hear you. Him. All right. Thank you very
6: much. All okay, right. you missed some signs and documents on the way out of the courtroom. Okay. All right, sir. 400 bucks. Can you get it fixed for that, do you think? Um, I'm not pretty
3: sure. I'll get it fixed for 400 bucks, but I see what I could do. It's still leaking, right? Oh, uh, yeah, it's still leaking.
6: Well, good changed. luck to you. Sorry you got mm-hmm. tangled up in this. This is an unfortunate mess. Yeah, not a problem. Okay. Thank you very much. All right, Harvey.
7: Well, Doug, look, the defendant may not have been able to go over to the plaintiff's place to fix it, but that doesn't mean he couldn't hire somebody or have an employee to go over there and do it because that person wouldn't have been under a restraining order. So it's the defendant's fault. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
2: This is the plaintiff, Julissa Valerio. She says she purchased a bedroom set of furniture online from the defendant. And when she went to pick it up, it was already wrapped up in moving blankets. Once she got this stuff home, it was damaged. Everything looked great in the online pictures. She was obviously duped and is now suing for the return of the $714.25 she's owed. is the defendant Jennifer morales Sapero. She says, there was nothing structurally wrong with the used furniture she sold the plaintiff. It was only two years old. She spent two grand on the stuff and sold it for only 600 bucks. The plaintiff got that deal of a lifetime and she should stop complaining because she bought it without examining it first. She's accused of a furniture foul-up. All parties, please use your right
7: hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the doctor the plaintiff says she bought some slightly used furniture from the defendant when she got it home. It was just an absolute mess. Marilyn scratches Marilyn scratches Marilyn. everywhere, broken parts. The defendant's saying she got the deal of a lifetime, so go pound sand. It's the case of shelving Brilliant. a customer.
4: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. All right, Ms. Valerio, you were in the market for some used furniture. So yeah. you were looking up on Facebook Marketplace and you saw furniture that she had listed, correct? Yes. All right. You had purchased the furniture how many years earlier? Uh, two years ago. And according to you, it cost how much two years ago? $2,000. All right. And you're selling it for how much? 600
5: 600 Now, did you see the furniture? I didn't see it in person. I saw the pictures on Facebook, and I had messaged her, and I asked her if it had any damages, and she said that it didn't have any damages, so I took her word for it.
4: Okay. So, But then you go to the house to pick it up,
5: I go to pick it up and when I arrived, her son brought the first piece of furniture down so the guys that were helping me told me to stay with the truck and that they would get the rest of the furniture. Okay. But um, she had already, she stated before I got there that it was already all packaged. So she already had it so wrapped what?
4: up. So why didn't you open it up and look at it and- Well, it was already nice. So No, 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 that's ridiculous. Why didn't you open it up and look at it because you're buying stuff and you want to know that it is suitable for you. Why wouldn't you open it up and look at it? Like what I really am asking you, why didn't you open it up and look at it? Well, in the moment when I was. Because you're in the lazy truck, and it was already wrapped up. So no, let's no, just No, no,
5: everything was already packaged up and it was dark in the truck. It was like not easy for me. It was really taped up. Okay, everything I've moved was completely a million times. Sealed.
4: You take a, first of all, when you're moving, you have a box cutter in your hand and you open it up and you look at it and you say, Why this isn't what I want. And I, you know, and you don't take it with you. Why would you take it without looking at it? It is it like it's astonishing to me that you would buy six hundred dollar furniture and not look at it because somebody conveniently had a package for you. In fact, I would find that suspicious because you didn't even know it was packaged. What did you think was going to happen? Somebody was there with the screwdriver was going to take it apart.
5: No, I mean, what did you
4: think you were doing that that night? When you go over there at night, which is when you chose to go, what is it that you thought you were well, going to do? Well, I
5: really wanted to go during the day early on, but she told me to go in the afternoon because that's when they allowed her to. Then she was rushing us because she what told What time did you go? Um, I got there at five o'clock. So is it, was it still daylight or no? It was already dark.
4: Okay. But why, what was your plan when you got there? Did when you I have a screwdriver well, wanted, to take the wanted, bed apart? How were you gonna bring the thing down?
5: No, I didn't have a screwdriver because obviously it was, she was, I I assumed it was already taken apart, but she told me prior to was that-, that it Was the dresser taken past- apart? No, the dresser was was gonna have to be taken um entirely because the drawers didn't come out. I did read that online when I went onto Raymore and and the, and the
4: and the you assumed that the bed was gonna be taken? I would assume it wasn't and that I had to take it, but anyway, go ahead. No. Well, yeah, when um, people are selling furniture out of their house, which is what you thought. Well, I had you sold- You thought that she was selling the furniture the right out of her was, house. I did
5: sell on Facebook Marketplace a dining set, and I had cleaned this up, taken it apart for the girl when she got there. And that's there. very nice of you, but what and, I'm saying is that when you that's buy the thing, used I furniture, and I you want to stop like talking me. and
4: listen. When you buy used furniture, you want to have all the details settled beforehand. You don't want to be assuming anything, right? Yeah. Now, as it turns out, this product was not in your house, right? Yeah. You had had this in storage. Now, you only bought it two years ago. Right. So how long was it in storage? Uh, Since July. And why was it in storage?
9: Because I moved from a three-bedroom to a one-bedroom.
4: Okay. So you had it in storage at that time, and Mm -hmm. um, you take it without... Oh, it was already wrapped, but you're just talking about those blankets around it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So were you giving her the blankets because you weren't... I mean, what was going on there?
9: Well, the the storage company that I hired originally. Gave you those blankets? Yeah, they wrap it all up. All right, so
4: now, so you get to your home, and you, who's the gentleman who's with you?
5: He's just my friend.
4: Okay, so you get to your home, and you unwrap stuff, and lo and behold, what do you find? Ooh, big surprise. What do you find?
5: Um, I found damages, scratches, dents from, I guess, when they moved it into the storage. What else? every, Every piece of furniture was damaged.
4: Okay, but there was more than nicks
5: and cuts and dents, Right.
4: According to you, there was an acetone spill.
5: There was little drops on top of the dresser that looked like acetone spill because it had completely taken the shine the, out. Okay, It looked opaque. Okay. Do you have pictures of that? Yeah.
4: And also there was
5: uh, a pink. It's like It looked like a neon pink stain at the top of the dresser. Which on the she, top of the dresser? Yeah. And she claimed that that happened in storage. How could but, that happen in storage? I don't know. I had said that that looked like where... It looked like what? It was just like wear and tear from having it in the home, the damages of having it in the home and not taking care of the furniture.
4: Right, but the pink thing would be an actual spill, right?
5: Yeah. Okay, so, so what, the, what
4: am I looking at in this picture? That's, those are the nicks and cuts and whatever. Yeah. That's the picture that she posted in order to sell it, right? Yeah. Okay. This is another picture of it damaged. What's going on here? Something yeah, got it whacked mid, off that completely? was a missing
5: piece. I guess it got banged up. Okay. There, the headboard has the scratches on top. Yeah. The nightstand has a yellow stain at the top. The nightstand, ha- do I see it in the picture? Um, on my phone, you can see it clear here. On this picture, yeah. But it's a small spot. Okay.
4: Let me see it on the phone if you... Do you have it on your phone? Yes. This is the pink spot we're talking about. That's something that spilled and got cleaned and stained it anyway. That's the
5: dresser top? Yes. Uh, This is all. What is this blue stuff? Tape. That's the tape that was on it from the way she packaged it. Well, this is. What am I looking at here? Those are, I guess, the the side uh, panels for the bed. Yeah. What What happened?
9: I mean, the storage company damaged a lot of my- That's a you problem. Right. How is that a
4: a, a she problem? She didn't pick that storage company. Right. So you made a claim against the storage company. I did. Mm -hmm. Right. And they gave you how much? $470. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, I I don't see that, but I don't even need to. Here's the thing. Even though I think it's ridiculous that you buy used furniture and don't inspect it before you pay or take it, I do want to try to understand what you're thinking. She specifically asked you, Mm -hmm. are there any damages? And you specifically wrote back, no damages. Not, hey, it was used for a year, there may be nicks and cuts, I don't know, take a look at it when you come pick it up, and you didn't say that, which would have protected you. What you actually say, because normally a sale is as is, so you better be looking at it. But you literally tell her, there are no damages, and there's tons of damages. Mm-hmm. So you then make a claim against a moving company saying, I didn't give it to you this way, and the moving company settles with you for this reduced amount. But why is that her problem? She didn't buy banged up furniture. She bought no damaged furniture, you see? And so why wouldn't she get her money back under these circumstances? Uh, well for starters when she asked
9: about the furniture, I posted it online. She had emailed throughout the night, overnight. Um, and Okay, you're telling me things seemed, I don't care
4: about because they she don't matter. Pr- she
9: seemed pretty urgent to get it. Oh yeah, and she was in some big
4: she, hurry, you couldn't wait to inspect anything, you wanted to be the first she, one to put your money down. All that's true. Now here's my question because that has nothing to do with my question. I have a very specific question. Mm-hmm. When you tell her there are no damages, mm-hmm. why should she eat all these damages? And I was willing to give her something back. Yeah, but she doesn't want something back. She wants furniture with no damages because that's what she bought. Mm -hmm. Now, let's discuss, okay? Where is the stuff right now? It's in my living room. In your living room. For how
5: long? Since when? Since I got it from her.
4: Oh, young man. All right. Um, There are two ways we can go on this. One is, I order her to give you all your money back, it goes away. Another one is, I order her to give you a reasonable estimate of what repairs might cost. Which way do you want to go? Because it's truly your choice.
5: I want my money back.
4: I don't blame you. Now, you PayPal fees. Show me that you paid PayPal fees. Why would she pay you the U-Haul rental that you already had anyway?
5: Um, well, I just put that in there since they were all expenses. Shh. Why don't you, that you put I more heard? stuff?
4: Yeah, no. That's you're entitled to sue for the stuff that she owes you. Um, so she doesn't have to carry your U-Haul rental or your gas, which you were spending anyway. Um, but are there PayPal fees associated with this? That
5: it shows there is seventeen seventy, I believe. But what is that? Uh, it was uh, why? Why fee I don't? Am I paying PayPal fees every time I? If you pay it that way that they just put it on there. I don't know.
4: I don't understand. I've never, I've used PayPal forever. I don't remember ever paying. It was the
5: face on face because I guess on Facebook, the transaction, the way it was made, it charged me 1770.
9: Do you know anything about this? She sent me the money immediately. I didn't even
4: ask her for the money.
9: She just, I don't know what that means. She just Do you, bait- you know
4: anything about the seventeen dollars? No, no, lady, no. you can't sell stuff. No. Say there's no damages, and then have it be complete garbage. And I don't care that the rent that the that the that the moving company gave you four hundred or two hundred. You can't offer a person who thought they were buying for six hundred dollars no damage furniture that is all messed up like this, and then tell her, ah, "I'll give you two hundred bucks." Because you are foisting on her a contract she never agreed to, which is, "I'll pay four hundred bucks for this stuff." She doesn't want to pay four hundred bucks for this stuff. She wants you to pick it up. So pick up the stuff because that is what I'm ordering you you to do. I'm going to give you two weeks to do it. If she doesn't do it, it's abandoned. Get rid of it. Throw it out. All right. In the meantime, I am ordering you to repay her what she ended up spending on this, which is $617.70. Verdict for the plaintiff.
6: So the plaintiff does get her money back. The defendants have just come out of the courtroom. Are, Are you at all surprised by the
9: judge's verdict? No. No.
6: You knew you were going to lose when you came Well, in. I
9: didn't know, but, you know, I mean, there's not much that I can do. Um, the stuff came from storage. I, I mean, never when you wrapped it, the furniture I up. I never wrapped it. It came wrapped from storage. They I, wrapped it up. Yep, yeah, and I never unwrapped it.
6: So you never actually even looked at it yourself. Nope. Nope. Well, you advertised perfect <laughs> condition, and it wasn't, so nope. you're on the hook for it. Okay. Thank you very Thank you. much. Sorry about that. Okay, Ms. Valerio, I think you've learned a lesson. Yes. But buying things online, right? Yes, I did. What?
5: Not to purchase something without looking at without it first in person. At, yeah.
6: Okay. Well, good for you. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Okay, ducks. Harvey?
7: Be careful what you write in an advertisement. It said no damage. She is stuck as a result.
0: Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized, on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done.